0: And welcome to episode 21 of Video Game Realness, serving up your gaming chit-chat among friends. I'm your host, Delvin, and
1: this week, it's just one other person. Me, Greg! It's just me and Greg. Hey, we're 21 now. We're legal in the United States. We are. (laughs) What does that mean? Uh, That means you can take advantage of us, San Francisco. Oh, no. We can get into bars now. I don't know what that means. What am I I even saying? I don't even know.
0: (laughs) But yes, it's just the two of us this week. And this week, we're going to just talk about stuff of the week. And we're going to talk about two player games. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Because
1: it's just two of us. Because they just, just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Oh, yeah, no, we're not going to sing. Okay. (laughs) Maybe you're not going to (laughs) sing. Yeah, we
0: already know how people feel about your
1: singing. They love it. No, they hate it. (laughs) No! uh,
0: Who says that? People. You're breaking my heart. I'm sorry.
1: Whatever, weddings pay me to sing, so whatever.
0: Anyway, so in the news stuff of the week... A Jane Austen MMO
1: is yeah. looking <laughs> for funding in a Kickstarter. Yep, it sure is. So this game is called uh, Forever Jane. Is <laughs> I saw it and I laughed out loud. And for some reason, I immediately thought of James. And I was hoping he would be here to talk about it. He's not. So I'm thinking of you while I'm talking about it. And So this is an MMO. It started as a Kickstarter. Um, it's reached its, what was it, $100,000 goal? Um, so it's a real thing. Like, this is a game that is coming to life. A massively multiplayer online Jane Austen role-playing game. It's set in Regency England. You play a bunch of noble men and women. And instead of fighting monsters with swords and shields, you are fighting lords and regents with gossip and yes. sl- slander. Um... So we were watching the video
0: just before the podcast. It's well, like I guess the developer is was talking about. I it. guess so. And then she was talking about uh, the like the PvP elements. So the PvP element is where you gossip about each other.
1: It's the best. I cannot wait to play this game. And instead of like doing raids, you are like going to dinner parties. Yeah. and like all the trade skills are like and embroidering. It's the fucking best thing I've ever heard of. I
0: cannot wait to see, like, the finished product of this. To see, like,
1: what it actually comes out to be. It's so funny, because the lady, like the the lady who's running the project is totally, like, the kind of pic- like the person that you would picture making yeah. this game. She's totally, like, a Jane Austen fangirl. Yeah. But she's so, like, passionate about the project, where everybody else is like, lol Jane Austen, MMO. <laughs> but she's like, totally she's, like,
0: seriously into it, and
1: I actually want to see it happen. I love it, and she's so into it, and she's so, like, I don't know, when I watched the video, I was like, oh, that's the girl running this project? This is crazy, because she starts talking about, like, MMOs like the dynamic of MMOs and like mm-hmm. the principles of MMOs. And I'm like I those are weird words coming from a word. Anyways, it's it just kind of goes to show like you don't judge a book by a cover because yeah, sure. I, I witnessed this video where she said. Anyways, so um they they hit their goal. It's uh, they it was like ten thousand dollars over their hundred thousand dollar goal um mm-hmm. i believe um so that's really exciting to yeah. us
0: so we'll put a link to this on our show notes so you can Absolutely. have a look at it and see the like video and everything that we're talking about but it's really cool hilarious that this is well i think what's really cool is that they're taking such a different approach to like exactly. an MMO. and i mean yes it is ridiculous when you think about absurd. it absurd but it's a different approach and
1: well, and it's funny because um, when she was. So she was talking about how she got this idea, and she used to like role play on a server, um, like back in the early days of the internet, you know, where she'd get together with friends and mm-hmm. they would like write out scenes. I used to. When I was in high school, I used to do something like that, and you're going to love this story, by the way, Dawin. <laughs> I used to be on a Mega Man role playing forum. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was a role playing forum, and it was like all like perpetuated by short stories. So okay. you would like, somebody would say, like, uh, my character is doing this. And they would write, like, a one-page short story. And then somebody would respond to the short story with what how their character comes into the scene. Oh, okay. And so we all, like, made up our own Reploids, right? It was based in, like, Megman X yeah. universe. Uh, we made up our own Reploids. My character's name was... What was it? Epsilon Omega, I think. Was it? Is it Epsilon Omega? Oh, my God. So long ago. This- so, does this form
0: still exist? Or is this, like, something of, like, the old, like... Message board.
1: Uh, this is like more. in the uh, this is like in the days of Homestead. What was the name of it? It was like Maverick Hunter, Maverick Hunter, something, something. Well, you look it up and we'll. put oh my that God. later. I something. don't. I actually don't know. This is literally. Like, this is almost fifteen years ago. This is oh, a grade wow. nine. Like, oh Jesus. Yeah, so it probably doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, probably don't um, it took over my life. But anyway, so yeah. So like, I kind of was thinking about it and I'm like, oh my god, like that totally makes sense because I would have loved to have like crowdsourced this MMO, like this Mega Man MMO. Mm-hmm. By the way, Capcom, really good idea. Um, Mega it's Man MMO. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. You're welcome. Um, it was cool. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> go Jane, go Jane. You guys can do it. I don't know how good your game is going to be, but I'm still going to play it. I still want to see it. <laughs>
0: for sure. Um, so... People are trying to make their Xbox Ones backwards compatible from a post that they saw on 4 I hate you, Internet, sometimes. You're so stupid. You're such yeah. a bunch of dumbasses. So, people are, you know... Trying what this post said. I, I don't know what the specifics are, but it basically states to go into like the developer tools because every Xbox One is basically a, a, a dev kit, so you can go into dev tools to, um, you know, develop stuff. I'm not a developer, anyway. Um, <laughs> Make magic happen. Exactly. Um, so people are bricking their Xbox Ones <laughs> with trying to do what Dumb this asses. thing says. Because it's not, it's,
1: yeah, it's stupid. Guys, this is something you found on 4chan. If 4chan tells you to do anything, you do the opposite. Yes. You do the opposite. You don't. I can't. I know. I just you can't just, right now.
0: <laughs> you just have to, like, yeah, pretend that 4chan doesn't exist. But I think it's just Wait. crazy that, I mean, the thing, okay, here's what here's what's funny about it. You are trying to make your Xbox One backwards compatible. You know that it's not backwards compatible. You already probably have an Xbox 360. Let's face it, most of the people who bought Xboxes, Xbox Xbox yeah. One on day one are <laughs> definitely 360 owners. So why would you go and take this chance to do this to your console? You already have an Xbox 360.
1: And you've already played all those stupid games. And
0: you're playing a <laughs> your brand new Xbox one, which you should be so happy about and like
1: anyway. help me Jesus. love. Seven out of it. I can't even deal with those people, anyways. I just it gets me it's the 4chan thing. I'm like, okay, fine. Like people try to like uh they try to hack their their mobile phones all the time, mm-hmm. like their smartphones all the time. Uh but like like 4chan, like please, please. I'm trying to think of a good example of like when 4chan Fucked with everyone And that's like Every minute of every day Somebody <laughs> on 4chan Is trying to fuck With the people On the internet
0: Yeah so, so Microsoft Had to come out And say You know Don't do that Because Don't listen doesn't... to
1: 4chan You imbreds Like yes. so dumb Yeah they had to come out And
0: basically tell people Not to do it Because they were doing it So whatever
1: Okay Yeah Anyways
0: Moving on um,
1: so I my... don't even blame them I'm just like oh God Don't that better not be covered under warranty. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, they shouldn't. You should be like, um, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. We're not replacing your system for you. That should.
0: Sorry. Be- Sorry about it. Um. <laughs> so Microsoft is uh, has been stating that Xbox One will be like a 10 year console lifespan. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of. I mean, when you think of like the generations of consoles in in the past. They've been five to six years, you know. How long was this one? This one was very long. It was like eight years. 2005 is when Xbox One came out. And now right. we're in 2013. Oh, sorry, Xbox 360. And we're in 2013 now. So what is that? Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Okay. And... Not only that, 360 are still going to have games coming out in 2014. So that's going to be 9 years this system is going to be like so fully supported. I don't... And it's weird, it's weird because like, you know, in the past most times the the console lifespan has gone Six years, new console comes out, and mm-hmm. then like a couple trickling items that were still in development come out, and
1: then that's it. It's done. I think that happened with the PS2, like a bunch some Persona game yeah. came out like mm-hmm. after the fact, you know. Same with
0: PlayStation, same with N sixty four, when the new systems came out,
1: like there was like I think like on N sixty four was like Conquer's Bad Fur Day was like one of the like yeah. You know what kept coming out in uh, for the PlayStation um, the Final Fantasy anthology games? Kept coming out after on original PlayStation. Yeah, on original PlayStation, those were ones. Anyways, but yeah,
0: but it's if this this console cycle has been different, you know, with it being so
1: long and now still being supported well into 2014. Didn't they justify it because of the recession? They're like the recession really like affected our development, and we're kind of going to hold off on possibly. On, I, I remember reading an article a while back saying like it's going to be a while, like maybe 2010. Or 2009, where they were like, it's just going to be a while until you see a new system, because it's... That That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it does. But I mean, 10 years for
0: Xbox One. Yep. Now, of course, they say 10 years, but that doesn't necessarily mean that um, they don't come out with another console that might still work in tandem with Xbox One.
1: Maybe. Because, like... Like the DDR... What was it? The DD Drive? Sixty four. Anyways. Well, that never happened. I know. But, um, I
0: mean, one of the things that I mentioned before in one of the previous, um, episodes was like how, you know, Xbox might be going to like a similar structure kind of like with mobile games
1: where... Oh yeah, yeah, I remember us talking about that, yeah.
0: Right, so where you can have the next system, it's the next latest and greatest, it'll play in better graphics, whatnot, but it will still run on your older console, so there's, especially with them going to the, such that digital, they were heavily pushing that. Yeah. And having it, you know, not really disc-based. They're, I mean, they're really trying to move in that direction. Yeah. So they may say, okay, Xbox One's going to last 10 years, but that doesn't necessarily mean that another console might not come out come in out. five years yeah. and have Xbox One still as... Like Xbox One moved down to like the discount system, right?
1: Uh, no, so like they're maybe they mean like they'll be supporting Xbox One too. as a ten year console, right? Um,
0: well, especially how much money and development is going into this box, they need to like get a large return. Yeah, over a the course of time, get right? it
1: together, I think it's okay. Ten years is a long fucking time. A, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, time. I
0: don't, I don't, I don't foresee it being just Xbox One for the next 10 years, because Jesus Christ. Like. I, would, I
1: wouldn't I would be surprised if both companies were trying to do that. I just think that Sony is being, like, Xbox One is trying to be, like, mysterious, and mm. PS4 is going to be, like, it's going to be, show- they don't want to give too much away. Yeah. Because they don't know how the market's going to change in, like, four or five years. Exactly. But I think they're just, I think that Xbox One and PS4, or are, 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 are Sony and and. Microsoft are, are talking about the same thing they're just saying it in different ways yeah I, uh, personally I, that's what I think is yeah. here but... so
0: Sony hinted that the PS4 life cycle would be shorter than um, the general five or six years right they were hinting at it but they didn't come out and say it so and you know everyone's just talking in like corporate hyperboles that just are run around like, yeah, like nothing makes sense you know something that could be construed one way and then the other way it's just like ugh I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Just give me games. Just give me games, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Sega has offered up their dormant IPs to Atlas. Um, they've said that. The, the, now, Sega has had a very, you know, in terms of a takeover for a company, they've had a very good approach to, you know, Atlas. They've said, you know, you guys make your games, we'll support you. We're not going to come and infiltrate, take over, you know, your teams or, you know, fire anyone, anything like that. Um, they've been really good about that, and I think that's great. And they've now come out and said, you know, if you guys, you know, want at any of our IPs that we're not using, such as Shenmue 3, which was teased at, or there was like a, a copyright that was posted, and,
1: uh, you know, was deemed was false. Was that like, that was like that Jackie Chan game. No, sorry, it's not no. Jackie Chan game, but you're like a... Like a martial artist. It was like a street fighting game. Not
0: street no, fighting, it was like an RPG. Really? Yeah.
1: But it was like based entirely in reality. Like there was nothing like... I never played it, so I don't
0: remember it too well.
1: I remember seeing it and everybody would like loved the Shenmue mm-hmm. games. And I was like, I don't get it and I don't care. It
0: has a huge following. Yeah. Um, But it's like one of those games where you either love it or you hate it. Like... But it has a very... The, the fans that are loyal to the Shenmue series are very, like, adamant. They love the series. Um, I never played it, so I can't speak on it. But it just seems very culturally specific,
1: you know? Like, it was... It's, it's it, was
0: a very Jap- it was a very
1: Japanese a Very game. Japanese yeah. game. I'm not, th- I'm not saying that that's, like, you know, not all games are made for me, right? Like, I'm not, like, the bro who's saying, like, Yo, where are my fucking tits? And, like, blood and <laughs> shit blowing up, you know? <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just... When I saw it, I was like, "I feel like this game wasn't wasn't made for me," which I'm, which is fine, right? Mm-hmm. I, but like, it. It's, well, that's why you didn't pay any attention to it. Yeah, it's like I just don't really get it. But okay. <laughs> but yeah, so um,
0: Shamu Three, maybe Jet Set Radio, Space Channel Five. These are games that Atlas could decide if they wanted to uh-huh.
1: make sequels for. Space Channel 5 was that one with the the girl with the headphones and mm-hmm. those miniskirts. Ooh la la. <laughs> what did you do in that game? I don't even remember. I just, uh, I have this imagery in my head and I have no idea what the game was about. You
0: know, I don't remember. Oh. I don't. Anyway, I do know that she was, um, when the, the Sonic Racing game, which is a very good game by the way, um, she's one of the characters and a couple of the other characters from Space Channel 5 were in... The racing game. But what they what the actual game was, I don't know. Don't what, we,
1: do we even... Like, I don't even know what genre it was. Was it, like, a third person, like...
0: I don't know. We'll look it up later. <laughs>
1: well, whatever. We'll post the show notes. The point be... is... Yeah. <laughs> totally tangenting.
0: The point is that Atlas can make those games if they want <laughs> to. And make them relevant together. Maybe I'll learn what Maybe they're Maybe you'll about. know what they are. The point is, yes, that these games were amazing at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. And yes I do remember Jet Set Radio that was the one where you like unroll the blades and you spread, yes, and you spread Okay, them. yeah okay just making sure <laughs> oh,
0: Greg get out <laughs> get
1: out give me your nerd card get
0: the fuck out um, so Bravely Default um, is already getting a
1: sequel. This is, um, oh, sorry, before you tell me this story, this is going to be another one where I'm just like, sorry, what's this game about? <laughs> Continue. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm disconnected. I just, there's a lot of obscurity happening with this podcast No, right now. I just, we, <laughs> we, Okay, so we've talked
0: about this before. <laughs> um, so Bravely Default is the... Um, RPG that is from Square Enix. It's in a classic RPG style similar to, you know, Final Fantasy VI. Um, I, again, I say similar. Like, in, like you have your fighter, your mage, your yep. whatever. Um, and it has, like, a different battle system. One of the battle stances being Bravely and one of them being Default. Um, but now they're coming out with a sequel. Whoa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the sequel Bravely Second... Um is, is announced. We don't know when it's coming. The Europe launch happened just this weekend um, and the North American launch is coming out in February. So, looks like the game did well enough that they didn't even need to wait for it to come out in North America for them to announce the sequel. So, that's really good. But we're getting it, right? Yeah, it's coming out February 6th, uh, 7th. For, they for, bravely default. The yeah, first the one. first one. PlayStation.
1: Is it coming out? Or... No, 3DS. What? I don't even know where I am. <laughs> Can you
0: pay attention? Uh, no. Oh, Jesus. It is a 3DS game, Greg.
1: Yay! 3DS! Oh, oh, my God.
0: I'm gonna go back to sleep. Anyways, so that is a sequel coming out, and the Bravely Default for 3DS is coming uh, It's funny because there
1: are only two of us here. It's like not like I'm distracted by anything else. You're funny. distracted by your own thoughts. Shiny microphone. Oh Jesus. Alright.
0: So the Naughty Dog co-founder had some things to say about Nintendo. Oh what did he say? He had some shade to throw Nintendo's Shit. way. Um he's said that Nintendo is irrelevant as a hardware manufacturer in the console business. Oh, help me. Um, you know... Fan me. <laughs> but what he also did say is that um, he loves the games that Nintendo makes, but it's a shame we don't get to play them on the systems that we have. Now, here's my problem <laughs> with this. <laughs> Hall Dalvin's weave. Okay. No. <laughs> well, here, okay, so here's my problem with this. Anyone who likes a certain game, you like Halo, you go buy an Xbox, right? I did it. I like Halo, I went and bought an Xbox. Yeah. Okay? No, fully. I liked Final Fantasy uh, 13. I went and uh, bought PlayStation 3. Well, let's get real for a second. You thought you would like Final Fantasy 13. Okay, I like Final Fantasy, I went and bought a PlayStation. Okay? If you like the games that are on Nintendo's console, then go fucking buy them. Buy them! But yet, there is this mentality with certain gamers, mostly I'm sorry, mostly straight males in the between the ages of like 16 and 28 that just, they do not want to be associated or known as a Nintendo lover. They like the games. Do you they, think that's true? No, I, yeah. Really? I, I think that they like the games. They will not admit to liking them. Because then they would have to buy a Nintendo console for it. But if, mark my words, those games came out for PlayStation or for Xbox, oh god, they'd be People all over like, them.
1: Well, it's a marketing thing too, right? So I maybe maybe that the, the just Nintendo is not being marketed correctly, right? I mean... Well, what?
0: what I mean, that's the whole that's
1: you know, a different other discussion. Animal, yeah, but completely. The,
0: you know, for, okay, it's original statement, and Nintendo's irrelevant as a hardware manufacturer. You know... I think a lot of people just like to gloss over the fact that, you know, the Wii sold over a hundred million pieces of hardware. no, yeah, fully. Okay, that is more than the other two sold, you know? And, and so many times when, you know, we look back at the last generation, people just view Xbox and, and um, uh,
1: PlayStation. Because they have the hard-hitting titles. Fine, yeah. fair enough. And that's I'm not I'm not like trying to gloss over Nintendo. It's no. just like those they have the software, right? But
0: how can you then say Nintendo is irrelevant um, when in the
1: last generation they sold the most, and you want to play their games,
0: and you want to play their
1: games, the games that, by the way, the games that are only. As fun as the Wii U lets them be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the what makes them... What made the system, or continues to make the system, different. Yes. And the game's fun is, like, the ingenuity of the controls. And the hardware. And the hardware, right? Like, so, the remote. It's like, so... No, it's not irrelevant. The only reason you want to play the games is because they're... Like, they have these cool Wii features. Swinging the remote around to swing a sword. Like, yes. You know, over and
0: It's just so... Irritating to me is just that how like people just you know gloss over that fact that you know hey Nintendo sold the most last generation they did yeah and you know it's it's always funny how how numbers are always construed to make people or games or developers you know they construe the numbers in the way that suits them right here's the thing so
1: this the other thing too here is he. I feel like he's probably speaking to, like, the hard numbers in the technology, right? Like, the RAM and the processing. Okay, absolutely. Okay, fine. Maybe they're a little behind the curve, mm-hmm. right? But what Nintendo is doing is they're—and this is it goes back to what I was just saying— Fucking ball scratching bro, great mm-hmm. gamers yes. are mad because somebody is like suddenly somebody's not making a system for them mm-hmm. anymore. No, the system is for everyone. Well, this this is, is literally like the everyman's game. The mom who like the stay at home mom, like or or even working mom, like yes, yeah. this system isn't
0: just for you. Yes, right? and that's that's the problem. Is you know it's like these, you know, ball scratching you know, gamers, Bro types, yeah, whatever, you know, they, I just feel they just want Nintendo to just go away, you no, know, no, they. but no, <laughs> but not even just like they want them to go away, uh, period. Cause what they're saying is they like the games. They want them to not make hardware anymore, but they want to still play their games. So it's like, you know, you really need to make up your mind in terms of what it is that you really want. Like if we were to just look at like the facts, okay. Yes, Wii U is totally not selling well. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. And yeah. anybody who even any Nintendo fanboy who can try to construe that in a different way couldn't. I no, mean, it's just straight facts. It's not doing well. Right? And and I think this um this holiday season will be very telling for Nintendo, and, and in terms of what they do next. I mean, they could now start making the next console because they'll just be like, you know what? We really can't support this anymore yeah. because it's just not selling. So we need to do something
1: different. I think the I think the reality, and I don't want to say this. I think the reality of the situation is if if Nintendo can't like grab the market. That's the other thing. The, the, no, I'm, I'm like kind of rethinking about what I was going to say, but I'm I'm worried that if if uh, people continue to talk about Nintendo like this or like that they'll go like the Sega route and they'll be like I don't,
0: but I don't think so.
1: You don't think that'll ever happen?
0: Okay, the Nintendo 3ds is selling like crazy.
1: Yep. We can't overlook this. What like, were you saying before we started uh, recording? You were saying? Well, uh,
0: I was gonna. Touch on that like yeah. in the in the, in the next point um with the um uh, black Friday numbers that came out um you know d- d- people were saying you know xbox was the top selling um right. item that was bought over black Friday when actually the numbers show quite differently that you know nintendo three d s sold like seven hundred and fifty thousand units over the just last week alone wow it's been like the top selling. Um, piece of hardware over the past year, like, more than, like, the consoles themselves. So, you know... Okay, would maybe they won't do console gaming anymore, but I, I, they're not going to go away and be just a third-party developer. It won't happen. I cannot see that happening. Because their handheld division is just so strong... It
1: always has been from since mm-hmm. the Game Boy. Yep.
0: I mean, they've always had that market. They
1: invented they the in... handheld yes. department. Like, the reason they're handheld games is because Nintendo made them happen. Exactly.
0: You know, and that's something that we can't overlook. You know, people keep saying, you know, handheld um, gaming is, you know, it's going to, you know, go away. It's gonna no, die. it's not. You know, if anything... No, it's not. If anything, it's going to increase. It's going to take over... You know, so I I don't I don't see, I don't see them going away anytime soon. I think yes, the Wii U might days might be numbered if they are not able to pull it around. Absolutely, they might just have to go back to the drawing board and make another console. But hey, if they make another console that's as powerful as the other boys, and then they re-enter the ring, then like they
1: that, here's the thing: like I don't. I'm, for the most part, unless I'm playing like a game like Skyrim, when like Skyrim, you know, like the Elder Scroll series is is all about size and power and beauty, mm-hmm. like that's what it is, and you need a powerful system. I don't really care what my system can do as long as I'm getting games that fucking entertain you me. You don't care. I know. You don't care. I know. But there are a large
0: portion of people out there who do care they about care. these things. Yeah. And, and I think what Nintendo really needs to realize is that if, they, if Nintendo was on par with these other companies in terms of like their hardware, they would be ahead because they have those strong first party games that the other guys don't have. Okay, okay. Yeah. so picture this. Picture a world where all three consoles are on equal playing field. With just, like, pretty much how Xbox One and PS4 are right now. Picture the next Nintendo system being on par with all the the other consoles. And they had all the same third-party games. You had your Grand Theft Auto, you had your Skyrim, you had your Mass Effect. Everything came out on Nintendo's console, same time as everyone else. But it has the Nintendo games. They're obviously... If they had that same playing field, they would be, I think...
1: I think of everyone. The else. other part of it too, though, is like it, the the Wii U is so different. Yes, that people that just are like, like mm-hmm. the game developers are going to be like. I think to a certain extent, game that's good. Like it's good that it's different and it encourages like a different style of gameplay. But I think game developers are like, how are we supposed to make a Grand Theft Auto for that? Like I don't.
0: Well, I mean, there's things that you can do, but I mean, I mean, that's up to the developers what yeah. they want to do, right? Like they want to
1: spend the money, right? No, I totally, them. yeah.
0: But, like I said, um, them throwing n- the Naughty Dog Dude, throwing a shade, saying hardware irrelevant as a hardware manufacturer, maybe for the Wii U, yes, it is not doing well.
1: But I'm not ready to just,
0: you know, say they're completely irrelevant. I think that's
1: absurd. My friend Mike bought a Wii U this week. I think it was this week. Anyways. But Anyways. It's still relevant. Shut it, up. Yes. Naughty dog. Yeah. And yeah, like I was also
0: saying, the hardware numbers came out, like the numbers were huge looking at them like for for last week. Um I just have them right here. Um so yeah, Nintendo 3DS, seven hundred and ninety five thousand units. PS four hundred sixty five thousand, PS three three hundred and twelve thousand. Um like and then Xbox 360 actually sold more than Xbox One. Xbox 360 four hundred twenty-two thousand units. Oh snap! And then Wii U, uh, oh sorry, Xbox One was three hundred thirty thousand. Wii U one hundred ninety-seven thousand. So definitely like the lowest of the bunch, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean it's it's not doing well. And the Wii one hundred thirty-two thousand. People are still buying the Wii. People are still buying the Wii. That's you weird. know, um, you know what's really funny right now for the space that that Nintendo's playing in. Um, their biggest competition right now is themselves for the Wii U. Because of the type of games and the type of market that they're playing for, people are going to choose either a 3DS or, apparently in some cases, still a Wii. Right? <laughs> and that's their
1: competition. Uh, no, I'm good. I'll just take the old one. Yeah, know.
0: like, their competition <laughs> right now is themselves. Their 3DS is so strong, it has a stronger library than the Wii U, and people are choosing it over the Wii U. It's cheaper, it has a better lar- library, it's portable, it's competition right now with its fucking self! Yep. like It can't compete against the strength of its other console. <laughs> Isn't that kind of hilarious when you think about it's it? It's a
1: little bit like, wait,
0: what? Like, Hold on. Because really, when you think of the Nintendo buyer, right, the person who's going to buy, you know, for the Nintendo games, right? Because that's mostly the only reason anyone is buying these consoles, right? Because you're not buying it for the third-party games, right? You walk into EB Games or wherever, and you decide, all right, I want to play some new Nintendo games that are out right now, right? Your choices are the 3DS, which has, like, Fire Emblem, Link Between Worlds, which just came out. Mario 3D Land, which is still out. Mario Kart 7, which you know you might not have played. Animal Crossing... Pokemon. Like, huge library of games. And then your other choice is the Wii U, which has Mario 3D World. Great game. Mm. Um, it has Zelda, which you might have already played on GameCube. You know, it doesn't have the strongest library. So if your choices are those two, and you really just want to play Nintendo games, you're probably going to choose the 3DS yeah. over the Wii U. It's just... It's got more. It's got more. It's just so funny to Everything. think that that's it's competition is its own fucking self. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's, Sorry about it. You know, it's just really funny yeah um, but anyway, moving on to other stuff
1: um, so <laughs> we freaked out enough about Nintendo yeah <laughs> sorry I had to have my moment <laughs> no I fight like, no I was I'm a little bit ragey too yeah
0: about it?
1: Um, vGX uh,
0: video game award show happened on Spike TV um, no I didn 't watch it it's on spike TV I, I don 't watch spike TV it doesn 't cater to it doesn't
1: cater to it us. It wasn't made
0: for us. It wasn't made for <laughs> yeah. us. Let's be honest, okay? Well, let's the, get real. Like, Spike TV is for the ball-scratching <laughs> market that we were talking about.
1: No, it's... I mean, we want to be relevant to everyone. Anyways, what am I saying? We,
0: us? Or, like, <laughs> Spike no, TV? <laughs> <joking>. <laughs>
1: like I'm totally joking. It's like, we don't want to antagonize them. They might come and beat us up. I'm joking. Whatever,
0: <laughs> but anyway, some announcements did come out of uh, VGX. So, uh, Game of Thrones game is coming in 2014.
1: Yay! It's a Telltale game uh-huh. for anybody who hasn't played. And Telltale games, they usually do uh, comic book inspired games. Okay. Right. So uh, they there's a mobile game. Uh, there's The Walking Dead. Mobile game, mm-hmm. which was one of the top selling games last year. Really? Oh my god! On Xbox, it's on Xbox Live. It's one of the top downloaded games. It's unbelievable. Anybody who knows me knows, like, I've been reading the Walking Dead comics for like. Um, my comic book nerdiness rivals my game nerdiness, <laughs> for sure. And I've been reading the uh, Walking Dead comics since the very early days, mm-hmm. like. 2007, um, 2008, and then they've created they created this this game. It's it's kind of like a choose your own adventure okay. story um, based on. I would say it's more based on the comic book world than it is on uh, the television show world. Right? Mm-hmm. And it did so well, and they created a second season of it, and then they created a, a, another one based on Fables, which is another comic book. Uh, when, and now they're doing this Game of Thrones things. Uh, game of Thrones. Anybody who's played these Telltale games knows they are top-notch quality storytelling. Ooh, like top-notch storytelling, which is definitely your bag. Oh, that's totally my bag. And some of the things you're forced to do. I haven't played the Fables one. I played Walking Dead though. And some of the things that you are forced to do in the first game in the first one, are. Well, don't it. I'm not going to ruin it. Don't ruin it for anyone. But we're it's, not going to go there. It's brutal. So be excited. Game of Thrones came 2014. You should be excited about this. It's going to be amazing. Cool. Yeah. Um,
0: So Tomb Raider um, is coming out with, or Square Enix coming out with a Tomb Raider Definitive Edition exclusive to Xbox One and PS4 to utilize the system features, which I would assume is just a little bit better graphics. I guess so. I mean, what other system features are there? Uh, Like the the utilization of the, um, uh, what's connect like i I don't i don't know um but yeah the definitive edition coming out january 28th um i I don't really get why they're re-releasing this game um anyone that wanted to play tomb raider on ps3 and xbox 360 probably already played it yeah Uh, why are they gonna buy it again yeah um well the, the issue with tomb raider is okay it sold a lot a lot of copies but in Square Enix's eyes, it was considered a failure in terms of sales. They, Because of the amount of development cost and money that went into the game, they didn't, I guess, recoup enough money back. So, that's why they are probably re-releasing this game to, I guess, try to pull in whatever last bit of money they can scrounge up to help pay for this game. But,
1: uh, I don't get me wrong, I love Square Enix, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm that's probably one of my well, historically been one of my favorite game developers. Um but I think that they just have like a higher opinion of themselves right now than like what they're than what's actually <laughs> what's happening. Happened. And like anyways, I don't know. Tomb Raider, it was supposed to be a, I r I didn't really play it, but it was supposed to be a really good game. It it was a good game. Um,
0: I mean, I didn't play it personally myself, but from what most people have said, it was a very good game. It just didn't sell what they were expecting it to sell, and by no means are the numbers that they actually did sell bad numbers. It just they, just they weren't not, good
1: enough. It wasn't good enough. We weren't good enough for you, were we, Square Enix? No, it,
0: it just wasn't good enough in terms of how much money they spent on the game. Yeah,
1: fair you enough. You know, and that's they
0: didn't make back that money. So well, fine. That's, that's unfortunate. Um, so definitive edition if you didn't play it on uh, PS3 or Xbox 360 now you can play it on your new console I don't know uh, whatever um, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze got its release date um, announced and that Cranky Kong is playable you know they were teasing before that Nintendo was going to have this huge announcement at VGX and I was like okay whatever it's going to be it's going to be like whatever and sure enough
1: here it It is. And it's whatever. It's whatever. (laughs) Like, okay, we
0: knew it was coming out in February. Now we know the actual date. Whoopity doo. And Cranky Kong is playable. (laughs) And he plays like Scrooge (laughs) McDuck. With the cane and like can hop on really? stuff. That's yes.
1: so cool. I don't get sorry,
0: that's cool. I love okay, that. Alright, well you're excited about it, but like I mean, whatever. The
1: DuckTales game was so fun. I, and and
0: why Nintendo chose VGX as their, their market to announce this, because you know, the ball scratching bros were probably just like I'm gonna go get a beer because Nintendo's on the screen. Peace, like <laughs> y-
1: you know, whatever for the hot bitches. Um, a new Destiny trailer was shown. We are such haters. I think people think we're heterophobic. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're I- not. I have so many straight friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have one, so I'm not straight. <laughs> <laughs> anyways um new descent.
1: it's true people are gonna start thinking like oh you know
0: how like like straight people will be like oh I'm not homophobic I have one gay friend so like I'm not homophobic we're
1: the worst (laughs) sorry to my straight listeners (laughs) we love you I like (laughs) Um, maybe one of you
0: Jesus anyways (laughs) New Destiny trailer <laughs> was shown um, there as well, and the release date was announced like a couple days before VGX. September 9th, 2014 is when it's coming out. Now, I think we initially thought that this game was coming out soon, like March, April, maybe May. What is this game about? Destiny. Sorry. Sorry. I actually have no idea. So <laughs> continuing in the trend, Greg has no idea what we're talking about. No,
1: I don't. I heard about it. Why is everybody making such a big deal about it?
0: A Destiny is the um, uh, MMO first-person shooter from Bungie. This is Bungie's first game they're making outside of like just Xbox or, or like Halo. So since Bungie went like full third party, this is the first game that they're making with Activision um, is publishing it, and it's a MMO based first person shooter. So like, there's different classes. Um, okay. And uh, but is like, it? But like Bethesda's doing that already, and now they are too. So they're doing their their take on an MMO first person oh, shooter. I'm just joking. I'm sure it'll be great. No, this is okay. I know you don't know about the game. I don't know anything about it. But I'm pretty sure if you watch trailers and watch gameplay on this, you'd be so on board for this game. Right. It's not even funny. So Destiny uh, is coming out on September 9th, 2014. Um, And we also thought this game was coming out, like, much sooner than, than the date that they announced. Um, but, uh, yeah, September 9th, 2014 is a long time before this game is coming out. So it might be, end up being one of the last games that come out for both PS3 and Xbox. So look forward to that. Wait, it's a
1: previous console generation game? No, it's coming
0: out for Xbox One and PS4, but oh. they're also releasing it. For 360 and for PS3, which is kind of weird that they went that decision, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do change that decision um, to like just leave it as a um, current con- current generation. But I mean, they probably already started the development for it, so oh, to go and change that, who knows? All right. Well, I'll watch the trailer. You should definitely watch trailers um, and check it out um, because I think you would very be on board for it. Alright. If you watched it. So, leaving the best news for last. (laughs) So, um... This one will be fun. (laughs) So, documents leaked from Riot, which stated that players playing professionally under League of Legends may not stream 21 specific other games while under contract. I can't. So... Some of these other games included Dota 2, StarCraft 2, Heroes of New Earth, Hearthstone, World of Warcraft, World of Tanks, and a bunch of other games such as Smite. So, um, there were many opinions on both sides, of course, on this matter. Um, there was outcry from, you know, the players themselves. Um, outcry from other developers being like, you know, um, this is not sportsmanlike on Riot and they're going in the wrong direction, uh, with this, um... And then, you know, Riot had their piece to say that they're trying to create a professional brand and, they, and that they are trying to match the level of professional
1: sports. What? So. How, did, how is that similar? Like, I'm just, like, going over the points here, and I'm just like, how does that equal... I don't know, maybe I'm missing something. Like, are are professional sports players not allowed to watch... Okay, so opposing
0: games. No, 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 hold on. So, here's what here's what here's Riot's stance on this, okay? Right, they're trying to, they are basically you know, these are paid people to play sports, yeah? They play their games, we all know how I feel about that, yes. Okay, (laughs) the they are paid by Riot to play their game, you know, essentially promote their game, etc. Um. You know, their thought and mentality is that, you know, as a professional sports player like Michael Jordan, who is sponsored by Nike or whatever, you don't see Michael Jordan wear Reebok shoes when he goes out and plays, um, whatever. You don't see Michael Jordan, while under contract of the NBA, then... Oh, I understand. You don't see him go and play, uh... Whatever you don't see him go play like you know some back alley like b- basketball games and 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 publicly advertise it. Not saying you can't do it. They didn't say you cannot play these games. What they're saying is while you are professionally streaming your games under contract, under professional, under our contract where we are paying you, we don't want you playing these other games because and
1: streaming them professionally. and streaming
0: them. At all, at all, that's what they said, that's what they didn't want, and by perfect, like, all honesty, I think they have every right in which to do that. I mean, they're trying to make this industry become more, um, you know, on a more professional level. Let's think, look at, at what this, uh, what um, Ride has done in terms of esports, they've allowed these people are getting paid like salaries just like regular sports players, right. okay. Um, they um, are getting visas to now come and play from another country as a pro- professional sports player, right? Okay, um, you know, you have these large um, just dis- uh, tournaments that happen in this like the Staples Center, like a, any regular professional sports yeah. game, so there are things that come with that. There are, there, you know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You want to be a professional esports player. Well, guess what? <laughs> You're going to get tied into all the corporate stuff of just like any other sports player.
1: But so they can't even. Okay. So I thought it was something different. Uh, I, so I was getting, I was getting all riled up because I, I, I don't like, we all know how I feel about esports mm-hmm. and I don't like, I don't pay attention. I'm just like, man, okay, whatever. Um, no, but that makes more sense to me now because I thought they were like not allowed to They're not like, saying
0: you can't play the game. You want to play World of Warcraft, you want to play Smite, you want to play whatever you want,
1: that's totally fine. While you're playing League of Legends, okay, here's what This is but here's what needs to happen, okay? Then that that's fine, but they have I think that here's, They they mean they can uh, professional sports players that need to stop self-producing their streamed games. Right? Well,
0: okay, so here's here's what was happening uh, also. During... Okay, so when you're playing your, your games, you know, your team or whatever, these, these are just regular games like they're playing themselves where other people are coming to watch on Twitch. Yeah. These are not like the... Uh, under the actual tournament, just the regular games. Yeah. So what was happening was, you know, they'd be playing and then in between games, because you have to wait for like queue times or you have to, there's like longer queue times in the higher tiers because there's less people playing in that tier. So the queue times were longer, stuff like that. So what they would do in between games was play these other games. And what was happening as well is that they were receiving sponsorship from other companies such as you know, Dota or whatever. Yeah. Receiving money to play their games while broadcasting under the League of Legends. Right. That's where the problem is. Okay, and that's
1: that's the problem. I don't think that they should be able to take like, this isn't like video game fascism, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't tell them you can't you can't not stream these other sports I can totally understand The fiscal side of that argument mm-hmm. Like you can't accept money From these competing brands mm-hmm. Right Totally understandable well, Yes, Completely the- understandable But I don't think it's fair That they tell them Like you can't stream the, uh, These other games Like no They are They're, they're, they're gamers And they're going to do And they have a fan base They have a personal fan base And those other things As long as they're not Making money From those other things I think they should be able To do whatever the fuck They want Frankly well, as we
0: were discussing, we were going to... When we were discussing that we were going to talk about this, um, it then was posted that, you know, now this, you know, doesn't matter because they did overturn their decision. Oh. And they are allowed to stream in between GameCues or whatever the case may be, but they just can't receive direct sponsorship from other companies to play their games. There you was go. was the main concern. Called it. But... <laughs> in my personal opinion... If it's Riot who's paying these people to play their games, you are getting paid to play their games as a job where they're paying you a salary to play their game. Um, You got to do what they say. And if you don't like that, then
1: don't do it. And that's my opinion. Well, I mean, and that's why they have like lawyers and that sort of thing for like like contract negotiations and that sort of thing. But I so, but uh, that's my
0: opinion. Yeah. I, mean, I think that they should have left it the way it is because you they are trying to promote their brand. League of Legends is such a worldwide um, game. Like, yeah. I was just on the subway the other day, and like two guys were like just you know you know jibber jabbering about League. Yeah. Of- Everybody, a lot of people play this game, right? And it's it's really taken esports to a higher level. Um, just as StarCraft has in other games, um, and they're trying to take it to the next level. They're trying to make it more professional. They're trying to make it more corporate. I, you know what? That's what comes with. It's like you said. You said that you appreciate, um, you know, the idea of, and the business behind um, esports and yep. how you know no, someone oh, yeah. can take you know this thing and make money off of it well <laughs> this is what comes with it this yeah. is the other side of it no I, but you, if you want to be able to sit at home and play video games <laughs> for the rest of your life then that's fine that's what? great that's awesome but now you have to abide by the
1: damn rules you have to abide by the rules for sure well but, but here's the thing though like i i still think so again like i said the, the, like the fiscal thing the money part like you can't it, you can't Um, be uh, in like I keep going back to the sports analogy like you can't be in competing brands like you know Nike sponsors Michael Jordan you can't be in a Reebok commercial that sort of thing like Michael Jordan still wears fucking Reeboks in his everyday like walking down the street but you don't
0: see him playing wearing them during a uh,
1: uh, like an NBA game or whatever right. the case may be, that's sure. fair. So I think that they should they should be able to control. I mean, it's reasonable within the within like the confines of a contract to dictate what a player does within respect to League of Legends, right? Well, and then and and then within that contract, I think it's also reasonable for them to say you cannot um, you can't uh, be accepting money from these competing well, other things, it, but.
0: It, one of the things is that, that that this was saying is just this was just during the, the next upcoming competitive season. Yeah. It's not saying for the rest of your life. It's just during this contract that you can't do these things. I think it was reasonable. That's just my personal opinion. I'm not an esports player, so maybe they have a completely different opinion on it. But... I'm sorry, you're getting paid money to play a video game. If they just ask you... (laughs) Deal with it. If they ask you to not stream someone else's game while you're playing their game and they're paying you money and, and you're bringing in... Like, people are coming to watch you play League of Legends. They're not coming to watch you play StarCraft or Dota or Hearthstone or whatever the case may be. You know, you know... When you think about it, with the amount of money that League of Legends is or Riot is invested into League of Legends, you know people are coming to see that if someone else is piggybacking off of their success, of course they're not—they're not, they're not going to not want people to to you know piggyback off of their esports success to make their other games more popular, right? You know, so I I think it's completely fair, but I mean they changed their mind on it, so it's. Really not well, i say the
1: problem with the leaks, too, right, is you never know at what point that information, like, the information that was leaked at what point during the negotiations or during the, like, brainstorming process that information is coming from. So probably what happened was it was leaked, and then they were like, oh, that old thing? Oh, we figured that out a while ago. Right? And so they <laughs> well, came no. out, they're like, everybody calm down. No, like, no, no. Like-
0: When it came out, they were very firm on it. They were, like... Yeah, this is what we want, this is what we believe in, blah, 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 but then there was just so much backlash Backlash that, like, interwebs, like, you know, they they got their way.
1: Yeah, well, so, um, so it is. <laughs> the nerdy internet masses have spoken. Yeah. Anyways,
0: uh, we will take a break.
1: Yay! And when we come back... I need a drink.
0: Uh, we'll talk about two-player games and the growth of two-player games um, over the course of time. Be right back! Are here to talk about two player games since it's just the two of us today.
1: Just the two of <laughs> us. We already sang that song. Yes, whatever.
0: we did. Um, so, um, this is just, you know, discussing our personal own history with two player games. Um, we're not gonna, you know, be like a complete history uh, lesson on, on two player games, but you know, um, two player games uh, as a whole, in, in terms of consoles, you know, you start back and, and you, you think of the earliest uh, iterations would be, for me at least, Super Mario Brothers and Mario Brothers. Yeah. The original games. Um, So those were like the earliest games, Um, you know, Mario Brothers, which um, allowed for like a simultaneous um, two-player experience, you know, working together, early cooperative experience instead of like a competitive. Um, And then, you know, Super Mario Brothers was um, two-player in the sense of playing the same game but taking turns. Um, you know, and then you had Contra, um, which was one of the first of the you know cooperative like. I guess what would be considered a game, hey so, side-scrolling,
1: side-scrolling, shoot 'em up game. Hey, so side scrolling. Side scrolling, shoot 'em up. I didn't play a lot of Contra. I always. I'm hard. surprised. It was too hard. Oh well. Okay, <laughs> it was
0: that's, your, that's your basic. <laughs> Um, and then Double Dragon
1: um Shit, yeah And River City Ransom Oh my god River City Did you know that they're remaking River City mm-hmm. Ransom Cannot wait Yes That's gonna be a wicked game I'm sorry
0: um, So those were your um, Your beat up type games um, Also
1: ones like Ninja Turtles um, Yeah Which uh, Ninja Turtles 2 Ninja Turtles 1 was uh, That wasn't simultaneous That was Take Turns right? Or that was just even... one player Or oh, was it?
0: The original Ninja Turtles was just one player, which was the one where you like go in sewers and
1: was had like the overhead. Was like, yeah,
0: there's was like a bar. A lot of people hated that one. Yeah, I didn't like that one.
1: It man. was hard. Very hard. I remember it being like painfully difficult. Yes. Yeah. Like
0: a lot, of, I, a lot of people never even made it past like the second level, like the second level where you have to swim.
1: Yeah. Like that. Oh yeah, and you have to defuse the bombs. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, no. Nope, yeah. I remember that was rage inducing
0: That the game gets even way harder beyond that, the, really
1: yeah,
0: yes when you get to the technodrome, it's like all like no hold barred. it's just like ridiculous, I won't yeah, no, I'm good um but then this the second game, um completely different, you know, went into the beat up style um you know you can play it as pick one of the Four Ninja Turtles, and you play with two people on uh, NES. Yeah. Um, and of course, this one was an arcade game. Um, yes, it was. And uh, you could play as all four people on you know one
1: arcade machine, um, but uh, you know as it as a two player game. I still remember the infinite code or the infinite lives code for Nintendo on that one. B A B A up down B A left right B A start. I don't know if that's right. It is. It totally is. It's, it's a,
0: it's a, <laughs> I, I I I don't know if it's right. I'm just gonna say whatever. <laughs> But it was a two-player game on NES, um, and then you had um, Double Dragon, River City Ransom. Um, Gradius, shooter game, another type of two-player game. My dad loved...
1: Gradius. Yeah. And
0: you know what? My best friend's dad also really loved Gradius. Weird, Maybe it's a weird dad
1: thing. Uh, Yeah, well, because my dad does not play video games. He Mm -hmm. doesn't. My dad actually used to sit behind me and watch me play video games, and he would make up, particularly in, like, role-playing games, he would just, like, make up the words to, like, instead of reading what was on the screen, he'd be like, I have a weird thing on my head. I'm gonna go shoot your buddy in the face. Like, my dad's a fucking weirdo. So is that (laughs) where you get it from? Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Um, so and then fighting games, which didn't really have much of a presence on um, NES uh, or like any of the earlier consoles, um, until like Super
1: Nintendo and Sega. There was Kung Fu. Do you remember Kung Fu? No. Oh my god. There's a guy who like threw knives. Anyways, I could spend all day just like reminiscing about these. Old... But like, I mean, like fighting intense of like. Fighting games is what they are now. Yeah,
0: not that crazy. Not, like, just, like, two people, like, throwing shit at me. Like, I mean, it is a
1: fighting game, but not, like... There was another one called Street Fighter where you just had to, like, punch each other into the sewer grate. What was that one called? You fought in front of a building. It was, like, two sprites of the same guy. And you just, like, run up. It was just, like, punch and kick. And you could press... Was it Street Fighter? No, no, no. Because there was a Street Fighter, like... Oh NES. maybe, and you, if you got punched enough, you would roll backwards, and then you would fall into like a sewer grate. If oh, I don't know. And then there was a woman sometimes who would like appear in the window and drop planted pots on your head. Oh no, that's not no. I I think I think yeah, you're thinking of a different game. No, this is the best game. Anyways, anyways,
0: but there was a Street Fighter, like an original Street Fighter, and it was on NES, but like no one ever knows or remembers of it because. I don't think it ever made an appearance in the U.S. I think it was oh. only like came out in Japan.
1: Well, it had like six characters or something. Yeah, <laughs> it was
0: super basic. Yeah. So this is why Street Fighter Two is like the the first definitive, one, definitive yeah. first one that people actually remember. Um, and you know, then the the fighting game genre came out of that. So you know, out of all those games, you know, there's two player games have become such a was such a important part of gaming. You know, back then.
1: Um, well, it's the reason we started playing games, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, games weren't as intense as they are that, like as they are now that they were back then. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, they were what you did with your buddies. Yeah, like, that's what you did when mm-hmm. you were kids. You sat, Go over
0: to your friend's house and play. Play Mario, or you play Double Dragon, or yeah. River City Ransom,
1: or I was Billy. <laughs> he was the on Billy. He yeah. was the hotter one. He was the hotter one. Is it they the one with the blue hair? Uh, no, blue suit. They're blue. twins. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> but no,
0: like, once it came to Super Nintendo, didn't they have, like, different color hair and stuff?
1: Maybe. What? I know in the... What was the In the third one, you could play, like, the ninja and the, like, fat guy. They're, like, Double Dragon 3? You don't remember that? No, I don't remember. Oh, anyways.
0: But yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. So, two-player games. Um, I lost my train of thought, but, you know... <laughs> Um, very important to, to gaming as a whole, um, and then they grew into um, later become uh, four player games, um, and then you know console games were limited to you know in house co op or, or competitive experience, um, and then uh, later on it became four people with introductions of devices such as the Multitap um, for Super Nintendo, which allowed for four player Bobberman. So I mean, another- was that the only game? There were other 4-player games that the multi-tap supported, but, I mean, they were not... Again, it's... I mean, there was a multi-tap-type device for NES as well, but they were not heavily supported. Like, developers didn't really make games for them, and the accessory itself was hard to find.
1: It's like the, um... What's it called? The Super God Glove? Yeah. Or whatever? Like, that's another... <laughs> it's like they literally just <laughs> made it to be in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> with the wizard. Yeah. But,
0: like, yeah. So, like, the, the, those accessories were never heavily utilized. Um, so, like, yeah, the, the the NES had four-player with Anticipation, which was, like, a Pictionary-type board game. Right. Did you ever play that? No. Yeah. Four, it was, like, a Pictionary-type board game. Um, so, that was, like, another one where two-player games were, came out. I used to have Wheel of
1: Fortune. For NES, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> there's something funny I remember about it. Did, did, didn't like Van do a handstand or something when you won or something? There's something uh, not else. in
0: the version I had. I had the family edition of oh. Wheel of Fortune.
1: Boring family uh, edition. I know. <laughs> uh,
0: and then I want like, tits. Yeah, not happening in the <laughs> NES game, unfortunately. Um, and then uh, later on, consoles then allowed for you know. Um, Four players on one console with N64, Dreamcast, GameCube, and Xbox. For some reason, um, I can't remember how many players Saturn had. Was it just still two? I think it was just two. I think it was just two. Yeah. I could be wrong. No one shoot me, okay? Don't. But you can tweet us and tell me if I was wrong. Don't hate haterate us. <laughs> um, but uh, it's weird that Sony never jumped onto the four-player boat until uh, PlayStation 3.
1: Like, oh yeah.
0: I mean they had you know, they had four player games with PlayStation Two, but you had to buy, you know, the accessory to allow that to happen. And because of that, a lot of four player games never made it to PlayStation Two. They like it, it was just as it was with Super Nintendo and with NES. Like the option was there, but the accessory itself was PlayStation
1: two hard- seems like so. Stone ages right now. It like, does. It really does. I think back on it and I'm just like, I still have one. Like, I still have mine, like, tucked away. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? Like, an archaic. Well, yeah, because it only beast. lasts
0: for two players.
1: Ugh, gross. I know. <laughs> like, when you really. The controllers were not even wireless.
0: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> but Really, when you think back, like, it, it didn't. Um,
1: it only had two players did you even go on the internet what is, <laughs> what is this shit what were you doing with your lives so Sony you fucking losers it didn't even have
0: online until it was later like added with
1: like stuff but even Xbox didn't it have like a built in like ethernet
0: yeah Xbox had like the whole online thing from the get go
1: yeah but... fuck PlayStation god Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> idiots
0: <laughs> um, you know, and even like when you think of of uh, two player games as well, which I didn't write down in this, I've left out um, Game Boy. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> well, like Pokemon, Pokemon and... trading, Pokemon uh, oh, yeah.
1: trading, Tetris with the link cable. <laughs> oh yeah, oh my god, I forgot about that. I actually. know, <laughs> I, but that's the thing is, it it's like hard to like. I never really played handheld games mm-hmm. multiplayer. If, well, I mean handheld
0: multiplayer games were hard because both people had to have a Game Boy both people had to have the game yeah so when you think of like games that people had that were multiplayer that everyone had it would be like Tetris yeah (laughs) because like didn't Game Boy come with Tetris? I think so yeah I'm pretty sure it did
1: or did it no it came with Mario. No, I'm pretty sure it came with Tetris. Remember when game, like systems came with games? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like, instead of like being like weird bundle editions, like no, they actually no, came, with a came with the game. No, it just came with the game. It came with Mario. I remember when like N sixty four didn't come with it. Oh no, it didn't no. come with it didn't come. With no, I, well, at some at some point, I was disappointed. I was like, "Um, where? When is the stop? game? When did this stop happening?" Uh, yeah, that's not fair. They had like the the definitive like title release game, mm-hmm. and then anyways. it came with it.
0: And now, not anymore. No, I guess not. But um, yeah. So Game Boy had its its multiplayer experiences with the Link cable.
1: <laughs> I mean, the only one that I really had experience was Pokemon because everybody had Pokemon, mm-hmm. right? Like, does it, and you didn't have to have the exact same version. You can trade back and exactly. forth, right? Um, and then uh, you know some of the
0: great going back into the four player games, which were on N sixty four, Dreamcast, GameCube, etc. Um, some of the great four player games that we all know and love: um, Mario Kart, mm-hmm. Smash
1: Brothers, Mario Party. Um, Everybody loves Smash Brothers except for me. I hate Smash Brothers. Oh, it's because I suck at st- it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um,
0: Power Stone, um, which is a similar game to Smash Brothers. Oh, like I love probably... Power Stone. Oh, so wait, you like Power Stone, but you don't like Smash? Power Bros. Stone was it was like a 3D. It was like Smash Brothers, except different. on like a 3D plane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's different. Okay.
0: Alright. <laughs> it's different
1: somehow. I don't. I know I thought how... it was like an ad- adventure game too. No. Like there were other like. Enemies in it?
0: No, it's 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 like Smash Brothers. (laughs) Whatever, but it was really. I don't care. You're basic. (laughs) Um, so Virtua Tennis uh, as well. Oh yeah. Uh, Um, and uh, Marvel vs. Capcom series. And
1: uh, didn't Tekken Tag do it first? As a four-player? As a four-player, like tag in and out, like fighting game.
0: I'm not sure. Um, it's quite a possibility. But, again, like I said, I didn't, like, you know, go and research everything. Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> God. Sorry. Just wanted <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> no, I was just, I'm, I was, like, thinking about Tech and tag because there used to be what I used to do when I was a kid. My parents hated video games, and they would never let me play them unless I walked. I could, but the rule was, when I was a kid, was that me and my brothers could play um, for the amount of time we had walked the dog. That day. Oh my god. I know, right? So if that you want a, to play, like... For an hour, I'd like to walk Fantasy. the dog. Oh my god. This... Okay, sorry, we're getting on a total tangent. But this was the fucking worst shit ever. Everybody knows my favorite game is Final Fantasy mm-hmm. VI. And I got to the last boss, and I was only allowed to walk the dog for an hour. And it takes 45 minutes to beat the last boss. Unless you're, like, cheaping shit out, right? Mm-hmm. 45 minutes. That was before I knew about, like... The the X fight trick, you know, forty five minutes to beat the last boss, and, and then boss. The, and the ending is. 25 minutes to an hour. So it. I basically had to have like a full-on yelling match with my dad one day. I was like, I can't beat this fucking game unless you let me play for an hour and a half. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it was a full-on screaming match. And he's like, you're gonna play a fucking game, you are going to walk and not play for a day. And I'm like, just let me finish the fucking game. I'm just sitting here watching the text go across the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Like, a legitimate fight. Like, it was... A- anyways. <laughs> Help me. Mercy. Like, <laughs> I don't know where You should see the look on my face. <laughs> my parents hated video games. They would do anything. They used to... Well, I mean, I wasn't... I used to skip school to play video games. Um, but anyways, I can't remember how I got on that subject. <laughs> oh, right. Two-player games. Me and my brothers. In order for us to play... <laughs> play, we each had to have walked the dog, and then we would fight because somebody would, someone would be like, well, you got to walk the dog yesterday, I want to walk the dog today. Oh my god. <laughs> it was the worst. So it
0: was you and Sean that would
1: fight over <laughs> Me and Sean and Ryan, my littlest brother. Oh. But Sean and I were really the two nerdy gamers. gamers in the house. I like your brother Sean. He's nice. He's a gay too. Surprise! Yeah. The more you know about guy. Oh my god, we should have him on the show too. You <laughs> <laughs> just want to smoke weed and like, talk about...
0: I'm totally on board yeah. with that. We should do
1: a stoned episode. <laughs> ah,
0: let's do it.
1: Anyways, just, like constant like crunching noises of us like eating things, munching. <laughs> like, the, we the worst episode ever. Yeah,
0: nothing would be on topic, and we would just like.
1: Is <laughs> what is that any different than what's happening right I, now? No. I don't. Anyway.
0: Okay, where are we? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, so. With uh, two-player two co-op, co-op and competitive gaming, um, online gaming and came in um, with Dreamcast, um, and then later on with Xbox and PlayStation Two, um, and it really changed, uh, you know, the way we play uh, multiplayer games. You know, a large uh, focus went away from from you know in-house um, cooperative or competitive experiences um, and shifted to like online gaming experiences. Uh, online gaming is la- largely supported by first-person shooters, um, and then other games, such as sports games, both grew to online and the genre itself. See, we do talk about
1: straight-friendly things sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> We're not throwing any haterade right now. <laughs> Whatever. Well, we can talk about sports games in a second. But anyway, <laughs> what I what I
0: will say is that, like, um, you know, online gaming um, did a lot for first-person shooters as a genre and sports games. And sports games did a lot for online gaming as well. So they kind of worked, you know, together. Together, They fed each other. They, yeah. um, They did a lot in terms of like, you know, now you can play sports games with your buddy who went away to, you know, a different university or whatever and you guys could hook up and play together online. Sounds hot. (laughs) (laughs) Now with Xbox One, you guys can both play together (laughs) in your underwear (laughs) and then (laughs) jerk (laughs) off.
1: Ah I ah. love video games <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, frankly what you I I told them before we got in the show, we were gonna talk a little bit about sports games. There's a rule in my house. I own the Xbox. The Xbox in my house is mine. And I made this rule. I said there are no sports games because I live I have a gay roommate and I have a straight roommate. And the straight roommate is like kinda of plays sports games. Like he plays NHL. And I told him like there are no sports games to be played on my Xbox he's like well you can play with me I'm like no no, no sports games if you want to play sports go out fucking side and kick a fucking soccer ball like that's that's the rule there's no sports games lot he plays them when I'm not home Greg <laughs> is
0: so anti sports
1: games it's just go play real sports anti sports games and anti esports. hey he huh? yeah Apparently, I'm a video game fascist. Apparently,
0: <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, those those two genres, you know, definitely um, have had growth because of online gaming. Um, you know, there the the multiplayer experience for sports games, in terms of in house, was you know becoming stagnant. I mean, there's mm. only so much you could do. With, playing football or hockey or whatever with your beside beside your friend you know it was limited to you know the screen you can't really go too far if in a hockey match like the split screens come in it just just becomes a mess when you're trying to play confused exactly so it's just like you know what you go to your corner you go to your corner in your house and play online and then shout extremities at each other
1: over microphones and now I'm trying to remember a game like that. I think there was an SNES game where like you were confined to the, the the area of the screen. And if, like, Bomberman was no, 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 Like if one, if you couldn't just, if you couldn't agree on like which direction you wanted to go, you, you just nowhere. like stuck. You couldn't go. You're like, no, you should go this way. No, you should go that way. And the screen just wouldn't move. You'd just be like on opposite ends of the screen before you move. What game was that? I don't know. Anyways. So much nostalgia right now. <laughs> um, also, um,
0: not one of the things I forgot to write down here um, is that what it's sometimes um, some genres, like role-playing games, which are definitely known to be very singular experiences, mm-hmm. some games, such as the Tale series, you know, introduced that option for a second player. Oh, that's true. Which, you know, opened up a whole other world of possibilities
1: for you and your friends. Little known fact... Actually, So Tails did it, right? And that was a lot more fun, right? Because you can control the actual, like, movements of the same characters mm-hmm. at the same time. However, Final Fantasy did implement that into their games. And you could associate, you could assign different characters to different controllers. Which during one? A com- during combat, Final Fantasy 2 and Final Fantasy 4. Or 4 and 6. You could assign characters to controllers. What? Or maybe it was 6. Yeah, absolutely. You could totally do it. And you could just, but it was only in battle. Right, oh. so somebody be like, so yeah, so just like when like Celis's turn came up, it'd be like player two's turn. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they did it, they did it, but it's like, well, whatever, well, Who whatever. Cares? Yeah. Who cares?
0: <laughs> um, but tails, tails really did it the best. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because like, cause it's really.
1: like a, that was like a fighting game in.
0: Well, I wouldn't say it was a fighting game, but like the battle sequences were very okay. Yeah, it was kind of like a fighting game. Yeah, in
1: that. Side-scrolling, press buttons to do moves. Yeah, and
0: so you had to coordinate your moves together with your teammates yeah. and stuff
1: like that. Uh, super Sears. fun. What was that, the name of the first one on SNES? Tales
0: of... Oh my god, I can't remember. We did the whole Tales episode where Michael talked about like the whole series and he mentioned it. And I don't remember. Now. That
1: was one of those games. So I, I, I pirated that one so hard. Like, most of the Tales games. But the one on SNES was the one I played. <sighs> and I would sit... I know, right? Uh, on an emulator. And I would skip religion class like world religions class to play this in the computer lab and i'd play with my friend brad so not only did you emulate this game you emulated it on school computers Mm -hmm. oh my god while skipping class (laughs) jesus christ yo i had a hard time in high school i needed to escape i needed to be in fantasy lands killing monsters and gods and stuff anyways
0: Anyways, um, <laughs> o- online gaming um, allowed the co-op experience to grow as well. Um, games such as Diablo, which I know more so a PC game than a console game. But, I mean, Diablo is a really good uh, co-op. Oh my god, I was um, so
1: addicted to Diablo 2 for uh, years.
0: Yeah. Um, Halo, um, which wh- I really enjoy like the Halo like, first person or the story mode um, co-op elements. Um, that they implemented. Yeah. Um, I, I've played it online with friends, and we've all played it, like, Yeah, we've had, people. like,
1: eight-player, like, land. Well, that was just, like, against
0: each other. I mean, like, the story mode. Story mode is only four people. We've done that before, too. Yeah. But um, Borderlands 2, you know, Minecraft. Um, Minecraft. Portal. Um, Left 4 Dead. Trine. Now, Trine I put down, um, but in my experience... That's not like an online It's better with three people. Oh, well, in see here's the thing is
1: but I'm I'm generally of the opinion that if you're gonna play a cooperative game you should be playing with people in the same room, right? That's like... it depends though. Because like, okay, for
0: instance, Halo, I would much rather play on my own fucking screen so I can see oh, where I'm going that's Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like maybe if we're playing in the same house and we're playing on separate TVs, like when me and Cameron live together, yeah, I could play on my TV and he could play on his TV in his room, <laughs> and we have our own screen. I remember, as opposed to playing
1: um- my. I believe actually I have uh, I still get like reigning precedent over this television because I helped you move it. Yeah. Do you remember that rule? <laughs> yeah,
0: that rule kind of is kind of like now fizzled. <laughs> no,
1: but. there was a rule. So when Dalvin bought his giant television on Boxing Day.
0: No, it wasn't on Boxing well, Day. Well, anyways, there was it a sale. Some random screen. day I bought so a new TV.
1: We used to play games and we still kind of do well, I haven't been at games, but we used to play games every Sunday. There'd be like i four to eight of us always mm-hmm. and we would usually set up like an eight player game of Halo on a television, and there'd be one of the big awesome television, uh, or four people on the big awesome television, and then four people, like, in Cameron's small room sitting on the ground, right? On a smaller (laughs) Uh, TV. On a smaller TV. And I was like, I will help you move this television, but I get precedent on the big TV, on the big comfy couch, for the rest of time, and Delvin agreed, and now he's trying to... Well, a little agreement.
0: So, it's not a matter that I'm trying to Im- go reverse on the rule. It's just that we haven't played such an I hate experience. It, anyways. Okay, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, <coughs> that concludes our little discussion of multiplayer games. Uh, that we, was nice. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed <laughs> listening to me and Greg talk
1: about... It's mostly, like, reminiscing like <laughs> yeah. the two player games. Because those are the most... Those are the most memorable times. For me, the the most memorable times with video games are playing games with my friends. It's not like I was sitting alone in my room playing. Well, with the odd exception, like, the I Final Fantasies, anything. like the games, are meant to be played. But mm-hmm. my most memorable, like nostalgic gaming moments are, or but actually, even with Final Fantasy, right? It's like my dad sitting behind me, watching me making fun of the game that I'm playing, or the first time I played Final Fantasy VI. It was literally like in my grandmother's basement, staying up till 5 a.m. with my friend Andrew, trying to beat the Magitek Factory. <laughs> like those are the most memorable, like I, two-player games. Define games, mm-hmm. co-op defines
0: their memories, the they're very memorable experiences. And I'm and, and I'm glad that, you know, for instance like Mario 3D World that went in the direction of of like a very couch play multiplayer experience. Absolutely, yeah. Um because like with, you know, all the great that online gaming has brought, you know, it's still nice to have those Couch play, multiplayer experiences, which are now more so four player experiences opposed to just two.
1: Yeah, but and you guys know, like I'm constantly saying how much I prefer playing co op games to mm-hmm. competitive. I don't like shooting at my friends. I like playing with my friends. But not that shooting up your friends isn't fun. It can be fun. <laughs> you know what? It usually is. It's just usually that I'm losing. <laughs> that well, I, I hate like losing them. all the time. Except when I get the shotgun in Halo, then you're all fucked. <laughs> that,
0: like I said, concludes our episode for real now. Um, We hope that you enjoyed the episode. Um, Next week um, will be our last episode um, that we record before the end of the year um, because, you know, holidays and...
1: Christmas parties and
0: whatever um, so it will be the last episode we're kind before. of
1: popular okay so we've got a lot of stuff to do <laughs> we got we'll some hope... shit to do yeah, okay um, but... not that we don't love you we just actually just have to go see our families and yeah. get drunk but definitely tune in next week
0: because we will be giving away some prizes some we are? yes we are having a giveaway can we
1: talk about this?
0: yes and you, you, you read <laughs> it and you agreed to it who? <laughs> Am I? Anyways, <laughs> tune in next week to get all the details on Is our Is this giveaway. my house? Greg. <laughs> tune in next week to get all the details on our giveaway. Um it's a good one and it's a real easy one. And and this one you people in the US will be able to participate. It's not just Toronto people. So everyone will be able to participate um so long as you're a gamer. But anyway, more details to come on that next episode. So make sure you tune in next week. Um and as always A tribute to the uh, Sisterhood of the Gay Indie Podcast. I think I got it right this time. I don't think you did. Well, you know what? Indie game. You know what? I tried. (laughs) (laughs) Indie game. Without James here,
1: I can't get it right. I don't know what it is, so... One day... We should have got him to, like, call in right at the last second. Like, one of his (laughs) answers was like, it's Indie Gay Game Podcast. Anyways, I don't know what it is. Oh my
0: goodness. You should totally call (laughs) me. Um, what's, what's the hashtag again? Oh my god. Anyways... Um, so as always, a tribute to the boys over at Koopa Club. Um, they, uh, I just listened to their last couple of podcasts. Um, they're so funny. Love you bitches. I really love those guys. Um, org. That's dot Yep um i haven't listened to their uh most recent podcast but um you should definitely check those guys out um they're always very entertaining actually um ian from koopa club was on their episode talking about i think it was pokemon yes um so yeah check that out um of course orange lounge radio which is on every sunday and their podcast goes up like right after the the show three hours I'm talking about games and they have, it's live, so you should always, you should definitely try to like, you know, participate in like their. Chat room, or like you can even phone in. I've never done that actually. I've only ever listened to them as a podcast. Yeah, because like they're on like at nine on Sunday, so it's like nine till midnight for
1: Eastern time. At six o'clock Central time. I'm usually at karaoke with my water polo team at that
0: time. Well, yeah, (laughs) but for I know most of our listeners are uh, in the California area, so you definitely should check them out um, if you are. Um, And last but not least, um, Game Bar. Um, (laughs) Those guys are so funny. (laughs) Like it's just I I was listening to um, get like getting caught up on all the podcasts um, that I haven't listened to. <laughs> I was listening to like three other episodes, and they're just so funny. You know how we make fun of Daisy? Yeah, <laughs> they also take like Daisy. <laughs> I thought that was something that just we didn't like Daisy. No, they don't like Daisy <laughs> either. Daisy,
1: <laughs> the dumb fucking bitch, princess. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this, it's funny that those jokes just never cease to crack us up, though. Like, yeah, it just never gets old. Um <laughs> but yeah, princess. Game
0: Bar is very funny, very entertaining. Um, you you have to listen to those guys; they're very very fun to listen to. Um, so yeah, tune in next week again for our giveaway, and that concludes this week's episode.
1: Maybe next week I'll remember things. Maybe you'll pay attention. Maybe I'll pay the fuck attention and remember how to spell my name or uh, where I live or uh, who my friends are. Alright. Good good, good, good night, everybody. Bye.